Welcome back to another week in the Revolutionary Auto Sales Podcast. I'm Swanee. This is James. How you doing, buddy? You know, so anyone that can see on YouTube, they can see the picture of this or sometimes on social media. But so your desk is where we do your pod, the podcast. Yeah. A couple, three, there's three mics up here. And you, for the most part, mine and Clint are left here throughout the week. Permanently. And we get people that are always like, oh, what are you guys doing? You guys do a radio show? a radio station? show? Yeah. Like, yeah, we do radio. That's what we do. Yep. Uh, but the funny thing is a lot of people ask me like, why do you do the podcast or, you know, whatever. And I think, I think my reasons have changed over the last year, year and a half, but the, the podcasts that I personally like making are the ones that are therapeutic and I can get off my chest. Mm-hmm. Like the, last week? Like last week, you know, when I you like, like beat up your partner on air. Oh no, that's, that's just my day to day. That's just like normal that's just how my life is but i like i like being able to just like get off my chest the things that happen and you know and be able to you know kind of make fun of some of the stuff that happens you know so i already finished my rock star yeah I d- now i'm on the zip fizz i love zip fizz it's like two th- two thousand milligrams of b12 whoa oh shout out to your partner it's his anniversary today yeah. So we record these in advance. Today's Friday. So <clears throat> by the time this comes out, it'll be four or five days since Clint's anniversary. Is he coming in today? He is not coming in today. Good for him. Yeah. Perks. Perks. Right? Absolutely. Uh, are you prepared for the Christmas season? That's the question. I almost, it's kind of like the Christmas season's like it. Are you like a planner in advance? Like everything's good to go. You do Christmas shopping in July and just like. No. Ready to roll. My, my wife does an incredible job of, you know, decorations go up quickly. Uh, she got our Christmas cards out, I don't know, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. No, she did a good job. Good so. pictures? They're all right. I don't know. The photographer was not the best. <laughs> Swanee took our family photos. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But yeah, I come home every day for the last week. My wife's making chocolates. This is something that she does for Christmas. Like her mom did it when she was growing up. Her mom still does it. So like they both go to like, I don't know, restaurant supply store, get the chocolates. Caramels, Dude, that is so that. much work. Yeah. Dude, it's every night. And you don't have to help. I help. For those who don't know, we have an Instagram famous parrot. So... But having this parrot. It's like, it's like a, like a C-list famous parrot. I mean, it's not like super famous. Right. But it's like, it's like C-list. Like, it's pretty cool. You know, sometimes the posts <laughs> go viral. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there's a couple million views. But not, not from our visitors. That's because it gets reposted. Yeah. But I watch this bird every day when I get home from work so my wife can make chocolates for the last week. It's like corralling a two-year-old after they got into my rock star stash or something it's bad that's I, how I, that's how i help i don't feel bad for you okay. I'm, not, I'm not asking for you for <laughs> all right well let's get into it um let's start out with a good and bad text all right we so we get so many like there's so many texts that are so so dumb that like they don't even make it because i don't even respond what do you mean by dumb? Like, like ignorant or like... Sure. Okay. All of it. I mean, there was one we had the other day that was, you know, our vehicle's online for 23 grand. And they said, would you take 13,000? Would you? 
And it's like, I don't even I respond. Know, I Cause I, I'm in the market. I used to get to the point where I'd be like, no, like just a straight no. I, I just, I literally, I archive the conversations archive. Like it doesn't even get a response. I don't even like, because it's just like, Oh my gosh. And so those ones aren't, aren't, aren't that funny anymore to me. I guess I, I think it's happened so often that, okay. So this one's pretty good. So, uh, gal texts in or she emailed in, but we started texting and, uh, the funny thing was, so she was really cool. And so she's from Spokane, Washington. So she's maybe, I don't know, what's that? Six, 700 miles away. I mean, it's like. Well, well you drive it all the time. Was it 11 hours? Well, 10 Spokane, hours? Spokane's, Spokane's in, is, is in Eastern. So it's like, anyways, let's just call it a solid 10 to 12 hour drive. So she's texting. I'm from Spokane. I'm going to be down there for Christmas, blah, 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 blah. Um, one of the cool things we do is we make videos. We go out there, we walk around the, the vehicle, show all the dings, dents, everything, the exteriors, the overall condition. So I, I sent her a video. She loved it. She said, Hey, can you help me get financing? I, you know, I, I get her credit app. You can do all that. So good text because we worked out an entire deal very easily over text messages in probably less than 45 minutes. Like it was like exclusively text. We didn't ever speak. I spoke to her when I got her credit app. That was the only time. Um, but then the good text kind of took a turn for the worst to a bad text. Okay. This is real. So one person, good text and bad text. Turn maybe was a good text and then became a bad text. I like it. Awesome. Everything looks wonderful. This is after the video you sent. Uh, no, no, this is after we got her approved, done. We've agreed on numbers. She's given me a $500 deposit, done. I like Everything's it. good. Yeah. Everything's wonderful. Now, I don't even know what's coming because... I was here when you took the deposit, so now I'm caught up. She says, quote, so I'll be in town for Christmas. Is there any way you could come in and do the paperwork then? No. The Christmas day. Christmas day. December 25th. Dude. No. Dude, tell me that's not crazy. No. And I was like, and, and, and uh, I didn't even call her. I was just like, we're closed. Could we do the 26? And she's like, yeah, that'll be fine. But she like literally had the balls to ask, can you come in on Christmas to do paperwork? Well, I heard the negotiation over the phone. Well, that was with her mom. I guess, I guess guess the boldness runs in the family then. Yeah. Oh, dude, her mom. You don't ask, don't get, I guess. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm sure you guys all see like, you know, like we always talk about Gary V. Gary V, you know, he has someone filming him almost 24 seven, right? But shout out to D-Rock and Gary V. That's right. And so one of the things that I always tell Sawyer, I'm like, oh man, if we would have had that one on video, the conversation with her mom, she called in and she was, she was a very cheeky kind of person. I mean, she was, she was pretty bold. You know, long story short, she's like, well, if you're, if you can't disc, like if you're in it so much, why don't you ask more money for your vehicle? Because she wants a discount and you're like, I'm in it too she, much. She, yeah. She basically asked I for own a, it for more. It's online for, let's see. It was online for 16 grand. Um, she wanted it for 12 and I'm like, look, I own this thing for 14 250. And she's like, well, why'd you pay so much money? And I'm like, well, that's, that's what it takes to buy these cars. Like you don't We're talking I'm, about a Camry. I'm looking to make yeah. five hundred bucks to a thousand. I'm not looking to make four grand. And she's like, well, why don't you just ask more money for it? And I like, I kind of like laughed and we were, we were having a little bit of banter. I laughed. I'm like, okay, I just relisted it. It's 19.9. And she like snorted laughing. Like she thought it was super funny. I'm like, I'm like, you have to understand what I own it for has nothing to do with what it's worth. That's not how it works. Right. I mean, there's people that try to sell things that way. And there's a reason they don't sell very many vehicles. And, and to that point though, what you're asking for it doesn't determine what it's worth either. Right. If you know, there's 40 other vehicles of the same make model year condition, everything hundred percent four grand less. Right. So anyways, she, she had a lifetime. So she got, she got like, I don't know, 
thousand dollar discount. That's like the most I'll usually do. But she got, you know, and she was really great. She was, she was fine. She was great. You know, but it kind of leads to like another point of like, you know, I was thinking about this, like one of the things that we do differently, one of the things that's changed between me and Clint talking about making money that's different from when I was at a big dealership is oftentimes when we make a, make, have a really good deal, like we make two, three, four is pretty rare, but two or $3,000, right. we're pretty excited. It's not the salesman that's getting the credit. When you're at the big dealership? No, when we're here. When you're here. So I sell a car and I'm like, man, I just made three grand. Oh yeah. No, and I'm, I, I I'm it, excited. Yeah. Clint's like, well, hey, I took that vehicle in on trade right. or I bought that car at the auction. I found it. Yeah. I found it. I never thought of it like that, but that's but it's kind of changed our mentality. Yeah, because at the big dealerships, it's like oh, 100%. Oh, the salesman held firm on price, and and he went and, and sold them. He oh, just yeah. sold them, right? Right. And made all the money. And in, in crazier dealerships, I'm not gonna. I don't want to knock on any any big names, but it's they have a code system on their windshield that tells the salesman what the car is online for. Right. So it's a few different numbers. They right, mean different right. things, but I mean, it, it could be like we own this car for six, it's online for 16 grand and they tell the customer, okay, this one's $19,000 and they'll sell cars for more than it's online for. Now I'm not saying that happens all the time. I'm not saying, you know, we've talked about doing your research, know what you're talking about, but there, that's when something's just like crazy when you're like, oh man, that salesman just killed someone. They just murdered them. Oh my gosh. And it's so funny like when we come here, like the mentality of like, oh my gosh, we just made two or $3,000. It's not. And kind of to the point of what the market says it's worth, it's not the customer that got a quote unquote bad deal. It's the buyer that did a great job of finding that. Yeah. Because I mean, we'll find, I mean, I bought a Sequoia the other day for 10 grand and I really, really liked it. It came in, it's in really good shape. I think we can sell this thing for 13 or 14 grand. Now we had to ship it in, we got to do a little bit of work to it. So we might make two, $2,000 on it, maybe a little bit more if we're lucky. Clint bought almost an identical Sequoia for 12 grand. And that one's probably going to probably going to sell that one for 13, 14 grand, but it needed nothing. There's no work that needed. It was almost, it was in great, 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 really great shape. Yeah. And that's kind of the difference between the options of what you can buy. Some stuff needs work. Some stuff needs paint. Some, I mean, there's all sorts of different stuff. And so sometimes there's not as many people at the auction, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes the good purchase, you know, and we get excited when we, you know, but it doesn't mean, you know, whatever that car, car can be sold for is what it's worth, right? And so. Right. But you're saying being in this situation where you two are the owners, praises goes to who bought the car? Who brought it in on trade? Okay, well in all reality, it's, it depends on what position I'm in. If I'm the salesman, it was all right. me. Whatever and if it was best. me, the buyer, exactly, okay. I'm just joking. But like, it, it's kind of interesting how it does shift your mentality of like, we'll get a lot more excited purchasing a vehicle and it's not even sold yet. Yeah. Like, look at this one I just got. Oh my gosh, I got this for so cheap. And we get excited about it. We haven't even sold the car yet because we know that it's such a good deal. Yeah. And so, I mean, and then 90 days later, when you haven't sold it, yeah. and then you've discounted it. And There's some that, like, we thought we killed, we ripped. And then, I mean, that's just part of the game, right? And so, I guess the point is, like, as, as you're listening to, it doesn't matter what we own the vehicle for, whether we own it for five grand or we own it for 15 grand. Like, it doesn't matter. It matters what it's worth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. my, right. my, my little spiel. It's good. It's good. So switching gears without a good segue. <laughs> the other day I posted a picture. We've talked about the view that we have out the window. Oh, it's incredible. It really is. So yesterday, no, a couple of days ago, I posted a picture. So go to our, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook and check it out. 
uh, revolutionary awesome. auto. That's awesome. It's cool. So we, I mean, we sit right at the base of a mountain. It's called Mount Timpanogos. And it's just come winter time, like in the spring, it's all green. And then it, it, it's unbelievable. It's all covered. So I got one this morning. So the clouds are covering it up right now because it's cold, right? The clouds have come down in elevation. But um, before you came in, I got a picture of what it looked like because we just had precipitation last night. So it rained here in the valley. All the cars are wet, but we got a fresh coat of snow and it looks, oh, I'm going to edit it up and post it today. It looks great. Here's the crazy thing about our view. So we sit here and, and both me and Clint's are facing towards the mountains. We have big, pretty big bay windows in front of us. The kind of the crazy thing about it is it, I bet you at least two or three times a week, someone will come in and they'll be standing there looking at it and they just like, Oh, a customer. Yeah. Wow. You have an incredible view. And the funny thing is they're all from Utah. It's not like they're surprised to see this mountain range. Like they've never seen it before. But, and even I feel that way. Sometimes I'll catch myself just looking up and being like, this is an incredible view. Like the way, like just the where we're positioned. Like it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So as a lure trying to bring our podcast listeners to other forms of our content and social media. Go to our Facebook page. There you go. Check out these two pictures of Timpanogos. I posted and then, one you, already, and then you can follow Swanee Photography. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't even worry about that. Uh, let's get into our main topic. Uh, we kind of already touched on it. You want to talk about things that you love being the owner of the business, the owner of a dealership. You know, the car industry, there's so many good things about the car industry. About being, you know, just, you know, being, whether it's selling in it, buying in it, whatever you do, like it, there's a lot of just, I, I really love the business. For instance, uh, so this Camry that you were talking about yeah. earlier. So we've got a potential deal on there. I was riding with, um, the third wheel here and he goes, man, we got, we got to find me a new car to drive. When, what he's getting at is one of the perks is, being part of the dealership is he doesn't have to own his daily driver car. You buy it. Well, I guess he does own it technically. Right. But yeah. the dealership buys it and he drives it until we sell it. So right. 60 days and then finds a new car and it's not, you know, it's under the dealership's insurance. He's on a dealer plate, things like that. And he doesn't have to, you know, put miles on his own car. Well, me, me, Clint and Eric, all three of us have, we drive a, a vehicle, you know, off from the lot. Yeah. The funny thing is Clint and Eric are different in, in the sense of me. They, they will they choose one. The best stuff on the they'll lot. Well, they'll, not necessarily. Clint's the best. Clint will ch find whatever the nicest thing is and he'll drive. And that's just how Clint is. He will drive the nicest thing we have. But the funny thing about both of them is they'll drive them for week, two, three, four weeks until we sell them. Where I'm like, all right, what needs to be parked? You know, or what needs. Trying me, to double dip. Yeah. Or like what needs to be driven to the mechanic shop so I can go drop that off at Big O on my way home, pick up a different one. Like, yep. I'm always trying to like squeeze every last. You know, what needs a test drive? What needs, you know, whatever. Because I don't, I just, I don't like cars. It's the weirdest thing. I just don't care. I'm just like, I drove home last night. I drove, I drove home an Acadia that has 150,000 miles on it. We're selling it for seven grand. Like, it's not one of the nicer vehicles on our lot, but I just. So what's one of the perks then that you like? You know, I think, well, I mean, for instance, it, right now we, we always try to get our podcast started early. It's 1042. We are going to start at nine. I text you this morning said, hey, let's postpone the podcast. Uh, my son's uh, has a little Christmas program. And so, you know, and the thing is, it's when I was at the big dealership, we, we got to, I wouldn't say that you could never go to stuff like that, but it was very much, you still felt anxiety from it. You still it felt- It was still like, hey, you got a bunch of responsibilities. Right, you still felt stress. gonna hit you up about it. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're, 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 you're looking at your watch. Okay, I gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. You know, and so the fact that we can just do that 
whenever we want. It's and there's no stress behind it. There's no anxiety. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, when one of us does it too much, then no, I'm just joking. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm playing devil's advocate, right? There's not there's not the stress of like you're coming in an hour and a half late. Oh yeah, but you do swap out stresses of being an entrepreneur and owning your own business. Oh, hundred percent. Oh no, no. These are the things I love. It's not the things I hate. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so it, it's you know that, uh, that I really like. But I was thinking a lot about this, and I would say the number one thing that I like the most is I don't have to be the bad guy. Okay. Um, very much at the big dealerships, lots of times. I'm not saying every time, but I'm saying lots of times you're being, you have to be the bad guy or you have to say, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't help you. You bought it. Like, you know, and you know, lately we've been really dealing with some after the fact, uh, expenditures, you know, people saying, Hey, something's going on with my car. I took it to my mechanic and a, those are super stressful. Everyone knows that anyone that's in the car industry knows how stressful a customer coming back the next day, the next week saying, Hey, I took it to my mechanic or Hey, the check engine light came on or X, Y, Z it's leaking oil. And it's very, there's a lot of anxiety behind that. And I would say at a lot of dealerships, you know, big or small, there's a lot of times people just say, I'm sorry, you bought it. There's nothing I can do. Or, you know, I would say at best, maybe, Hey, my mechanic can fix it at a cheaper rate. I'll save you some money. I'll I'll save you some money there. That's probably a more common one. Um, and I wouldn't say we're perfect by any means. And you know, but so there's two that came there's there's two that I kind of wanted to highlight and they're, they're, they're still, they're still ongoing. They're actually neither are, are, are resolved. So I'm going to talk, so this was the therapeutic part you were talking about. Right. And yeah. so I'm going to, I'm going to talk about these very ambiguously. I'm not going to use like, but I just want to like, anyways. So yesterday I come into work and there's a letter sitting on my desk and Clint's already told me about the customer that came in. So, I open it up, I read the letter and you and me are sitting in, you know, and I look over you. I'm just like, I hate this. I hate this feeling. Like, cause it, it instantly just makes you feel like sick to your stomach. It's like, Oh my gosh, this guy's super pissed off. I got to deal with this well, customer. It's like, I don't know how it is for you, but like, I take it personally. Like, sure. Like I feel like I was the scammer. I feel like I was the untrustworthy typical well the guy well i mean the guy even accuses he's like you have a 4.9 google rating and it's a sham and you got this and like really kind of i mean he was i could tell that he was like holding back but still he's he's hot and i and it's super frustrating now clint has another one where a customer uh took it home and about a week later something happened took it as a mechanic and long story short the mechanic's like this thing needs a lot of work so with that one what happened was he called Clint back. Clint spoke to him. They, 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 I bet you they've spoke on the phone or text messaged 50 times. I'm, and that is not an exaggeration. Very high stress. And, and basically what it came down to was we can get it fixed for just over $1,000 with our guy. He was quoted 2500 We can fix everything you're concerned about for about just over 1000 bucks, and I'll split it with you. So we'll pay 500 You pay 500 And the customer was very thankful, did that. And... You know, Clint's not here, and you, you know, last week I was razzing him pretty hard. Clint's ability to talk, to connect with a customer, especially when things are not perfect, he can calm someone down. He can get through. He can, you know, really get to a place where they can see where he's coming from. It's not just we're 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 bad and they're good. They can say, okay, there's there's some differences there. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so he so he made that customer happy. And that customer's car is getting fixed as we speak. Well, this other one comes in, and the guy read this letter. Long story short, the guy spent a few thousand dollars, like two, just over $2,000 fixing his vehicle he bought from us, uh, about 
three months ago. Okay. okay. So it's been a little bit, but still pretty frustrating. And Clint's like, Hey, you got to call him. I'm like, bro, you call him. So I convinced Clint, <laughs> Clint to call him. Okay. I hate this conversation. Why? Because I'm stuck in the dealership listening to you two. And the two of you go back and forth for like three hours. full work day. Yeah. Yeah. Three hours. So I finally convinced Clint to, to call him. Now I would say 30% of that is selfish. 30% of that is I don't want to deal with this. I hate dealing with this. I don't want to deal with this. And, and I'm trying to be subjective here. You're probably going to disagree with me. But 70% of his Clint's ability to handle it is so much superior than mine that from a business standpoint, it's smarter to have his talents used on this than mine. Now, maybe that's just me being comforting myself so I don't have to deal with it. But it's the, it's the truth. It really is. So Clint calls the guy and he's like, hey, did you, did you reach out to James in the last three months? No. Did you... I mean, did you want us to get a second quote on it or something? No. So Clint goes full guilt trip on this guy. Well, he, he just kind of hit him square between the eyes. And the guy was a little upset. Long story short, here's what they've agreed to is let's, let's get what you paid for and let me get a quote from my guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about what we can do to resolve it from that point. Most likely split it. I think that's kind of what's been being implied. And I read the email last night. So this is, I, this is still ongoing. So it's not resolved. But basically says, now that I've, over, I've re-looked at my stuff, I'm a, little, I'm a little concerned with what my mechanic charged me on some of these things. Okay. And long story short, I, we, I, we're probably going to be able to save them 50%. That's pretty much typical. Like if, you, if you're a retail, go to a retail mechanic, we can get our stuff done at a wholesale mechanic for probably about half. You know, and so... And they're going to work it out and it's going to be fine. And, and the guys in Clint's actually done a really good job. And the guy's like, you had no, you didn't have to call me back. I really didn't think you were going to like, I really am. You. I can't believe he, well, who knows why he was already out here. Maybe, but it, it, price it, isn't close. Oh, he's, he's two hours away. Easy long. He was in town. No, he said that he goes, I was okay. in town for okay. something else. Hmm. But I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, like the frustrating part, I mean, it's frustrating selling cars and things breaking. It truly yeah. is like, we don't know about it. We're not like closing our eyes and have fun oh. with that one. Like, so we, okay. So we just brought in this Sequoia and I came in this morning and the, and the gal had come back and she'd taken overnight on an overnight test drive. I'm piecing all the story together cause I didn't know what was going on, but she was like, yeah, uh, I took it home for my husband to look at. Uh, we're not interested. And we're like, why? What's up? And she's like, well, we pulled the oil cap and it's, I think she said milkshake. She's like, it's like, it's doing the milkshake thing where like the head gaskets are going. And so like coolants mixing with the oil and it's just like, you don't know that that's happening when you buy the car. No. And then you turn around and you sell the car. No. You know, it's like, well, and you know, the hearts, I guess what I'm saying is it's unfortunate that, but it's all part of the game in the used car industry. Like you don't know what's going on inside the engine or inside the transfer case. And you're not paying a mechanic to disassemble and reassemble the whole vehicle to find everything that's wrong. hundred percent. It's like, you can check what you can check when you do your inspection. And then right. You know that you have 150,000 miles on your vehicle already. And there's plenty of things that won't, you know, rear their head and for a couple hundred miles or, sure. you know, whatever, for all sorts of things, you know? So, yeah. I mean, that's part of the game and, you know, we're trying to mitigate the best we can. Um, and we, and we, we tell our customers like, look, we're not here to, we don't want to leave you out to dry. Like, you know, something happens, let us know. Like, my goodness, yeah. let me tell you about our warranty. You know, let me tell you about the warranty seriously. But, uh, so, I mean, but to tie this all back into like what I love about having my own dealership is you, said you don't have to be the bad guy. You don't have to be the bad guy. You can try to come up with a solution. Now 
I think you can also get taken advantage of, right? Where mm-hmm. people are like, well, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Um, and hi, McCaden. Clint's nephew just showed up. He's our, uh, he's our detailer. Hey, if you want to start on that, uh, 08 Sequoia, that'd be great. You'll need to jump start it though. Okay. I'll leave it in. Swanee wants to edit that out. Leave it in. Um, but anyways, I, I love being able to come up with a solution and try to help people out. I mean, we, we, at the end of the day, we fork out a decent amount of money after the fact to help try to help people out, you know, and I know a lot of dealerships that don't, I know a lot of people that say, you know, you bought it. Sorry. Good luck. Whatever. Um, but I like that we get to do that. I like that we can, you know, help people out and try to do what's right and try to be fair, you know, because at the end of the day, you kind of said it right. Like we don't know. I mean, as much as a customer doesn't know what they're getting into, I would say that not as, not as badly, but we also don't know, always know what we're getting ourselves into. Mm-hmm. Right. And we'll have times when a mechanic, their mechanic goes through the car and says, it's great. And then something comes up and you're like, well, your mechanic didn't find it either. And you know, and I think if you have a person like Clint, you can mitigate those things so much easier because honestly I get super defensive. Like, Oh, I didn't you know. And I get, I want to get aggressive or I want to get upset or I want to get frustrated too. And I don't, well, you're an alpha. And Clint's and, and anyone that knows Clint, anyone that's worked with Clint, they, they're, they're just sitting there like, Oh, hundred percent. Oh, especially if you work with me too, you're like, Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. You don't want James being the one talking. You want Clint being the one talking. Right. <laughs> but I like that you guys have taken that like, on you know what i mean and not only not only because it's your own dealership and your reputation but just like the the people that you are you and clint both sure you know what i mean um it's always a stressful situation when like like you said when customers come back with problems and things like that but what i like is that it's always been like what can we do to help you you know what i mean 100 like i understand that like it's not your fault it's not our fault you know, it's, it's, unfortunately it's the unknowns that come up. Sure. But, uh, but you and Clint are always willing to take out of your paychecks, right? hundred percent. Well, another, another interesting thing about that was find some type of solution. Here's another thing that I hadn't thought about until you, you were talking that I connected that also makes this so much easier. And, and I love about it. When you're in a big dealership, I sell a car and it comes back and they say, Hey, um, the wheel bearing is, is vibrating and I need to replace it. Mm-hmm. So I go to service and I say, service, what's this going to cost me? And service like, well, it's uh, two and a half hours at 120 bucks an hour. So you're $300 in labor and the part's going to be $250. So you can be like 600 bucks. This is, I mean, this is so, this is so, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. You're like, this is 600 bucks. And so sales is trying to fix a vehicle to make someone happy while service and parts are making money off right. of that. Right. A couple hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'm now paying 600 bucks and $300 profit just went to sales and parts while I just ate $600 to try yeah. to make a customer happy. Yeah. Oh, and it doesn't, you don't, you ain't going to service and mean like do this for 40 bucks an hour. Uh, 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 no way, Jose. So that's one of the crazy things about when that happens, someone comes and says, Hey, the wheel bearing's going. I'm like, Hey, let me take a look at it for you. Okay. So this, this is a hundred thousand mile vehicle. Okay. I can find this part. It's a used part. It has a, a one-year warranty on it. It's a hundred bucks. And I got a guy that can install it for 45 bucks an hour. So we're at $210 and I can get this replaced for you. Awesome. Totally different game. Totally different. Yeah. And that's a real, that's the, both of those scenarios are, are 
there's no exaggeration there. That's very real. And so, I mean, that also makes, I mean, shelling out 210 bucks to make a customer happy is certainly a lot easier. And I would even say half the time they're like, no, I'm willing to split that with you. So it's 105 bucks and they're super thrilled. They're super happy. They're going to leave you a good Google review. Mm -hmm. I mean, that just, that just changes the game. Like I just, I love that. And it's another thing that, you know, makes it easy. Good. So, and I love that I can have a, make a podcast every week with Swanee. I love it. (laughs) I'm always ready to go. It's you on the other hand. I, I know. I, I, I go back and forth. It's life. It is isn't what it is. Well, parting thoughts. It's still wintertime, so don't get crazy on the roads. <laughs> We've got some warm weather, but I know. The cold will come again and it will freeze well, so, up. Just to speak about that a little bit. So we have we have a couple body shop guys that come to their lot. Yeah. They pick up cars. They, you know, they fix them for us, right? And they do it at wholesale as well. So, I mean, when you get that insurance quote, it's like $7,000. They're doing it for like 1500 bucks. Like, and wholesale. they're awesome. <laughs> they're awesome. But we, they, both of our guys, were you here yesterday? Yeah. We called them. They're like, uh, I'm sorry. We can't take on any more work. We're like, what do you mean you can't take on any more work? They're like, oh, because of all the accidents like we're saying. Thanksgiving, 580 done. wrecks. 580 wrecks on Thanksgiving within the day before and after Thanksgiving. Yeah. 580. So, I mean, everybody shop slammed, gone, can't do it. So, I mean, pretty crazy. crazy. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. And uh, as always, uh, we appreciate you. Yeah. Go check out our Facebook. Check out my Timpanogos pictures. And uh, we'll catch you next week. See ya.